Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to Q&A Monday. Today's question comes from Colin in Ohio. And I'm not going to read her entire question because she gave a lot of details and I don't want to share all those details. But she narrowed it down and just basically was telling me that she struggles with staying self-disciplined and having self-motivation. It's just a part of who she is. And she never imagined that she would be homeschooling. And yet here she is doing so. She's got three kiddos, ages well, in preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. So three little ones, how sweet. But she narrowed down her question and she said there's a few things that she struggled with, but one is sticking to a good daily routine, especially right in the morning. So basically she's saying, narrowed it down and said, is it important to have a consistent daily routine? And if so, how do you hold yourself to it? Let's dive into that question right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Guess what, friend? One week from today, my homeschool course opens back up. I had shut it down so that I could revamp, readjust, and... I've been working really hard behind the scenes, and I'm just so excited about sharing this with you. If you are thinking about homeschooling, if you are semi-new to homeschooling, maybe your first year, second year, or maybe you've been homeschooling for a while, and you never really gave yourself a good solid foundation, this homeschool course is going to be for you. Anybody in between, anybody after that too, it's for any homeschool mom. I'll be sharing more details as the week goes on, and definitely... On Monday, May 2nd, I will be sharing more with you. So stay tuned for that. But let's get into Colin's question and some ideas and suggestions that I have. And maybe you find yourself in the same boat. And it doesn't matter if your kids are young like her kids are or if they're older. These can apply to you. I did really appreciate that she said a routine. And I am a huge advocate of a routine or a rhythm. Whichever word you want to use, I prefer to stay away from a schedule, mostly because that can set us up for failure. It's difficult to stick to a rigorous schedule every single day, which may work well in certain seasons of life. But when we have children, schedule is going to go awry and we're at home with our kids. We don't have to keep a tight schedule. So here are some ideas that I have for you, Colin. And yeah, I think that it is important to have a rhythm to each day. It helps you to have consistency. It helps your children to have consistency and to build in some habits and to just kind of know what's to expect. And with younger children, yours aren't really young, but even younger children, especially when they have a routine and they know what is expected, you'll find that you have less meltdowns and less temper tantrums. And that applies for the kids as well as for the moms. When we have expectations, when we know this is going to happen and then this is going to happen followed by this, there, there is less chaos in our, in our mind. And so if you're finding that your house is a little bit chaotic to, to a degree or not, you know, then, then maybe a routine is, is what needs to, what needs to happen. 
So yes, I would say having a routine, a rhythm to each day. When you have older kiddos and you have a more, let's say, rigorous homeschool uh, schedule, again, here I use the word schedule, but routine, you have some things that you need to accomplish each day. It's really works well when you have a specific start time. You can make a flexible start time if that's what works for your family, but just have a time of like, okay, we want to start at 8.30, but the last possible time we can start is 9.30 in case somebody's sleeping in or we're out late or, you know, things just happen in life and families. But for Colin's specific circumstance here, I would say the best thing to do, because your kids are young and they really don't need a lot of formal education time, and you're probably working with each of them on different steps of, say, math and reading, which are really the only two subjects that I would even spend time on with the age ranges that they are, that I would spend individual time on, we'll say that. I would suggest creating blocks of time. You can set aside blocks of time that's outside time, inside time, uh, lesson time. A good thing to maybe start with would be a morning time together, whether that's something you do over breakfast and you read some books to them and you have some discussions and you can include things like fun read-alouds, You can talk history, you can talk science, you can include your Bible time then, poetry reading, anything you want for your morning time. And I know a lot of families with young children like to include that around breakfast because the kids are a little bit occupied with eating, but you can also just include it a time after everybody's ready for the day and say at this certain time or between say nine and 9.30, we're all going to gather in the living room and we're going to do our morning time. Maybe it takes 10 to 15 minutes. That's fine but that would be creating a block of time, our morning time together. And then after that, you could go into uh, outdoor playtime or indoor playtime, whether they're playing and you are maybe getting some things done around the house, or possibly you can use that time where two are playing, you can do individual lessons. Now, when it comes to one-on-one lessons with the age range that she has, 30 minutes max for the older two, maybe 15 to 20 minutes for the younger kiddo, but it doesn't have to require hours and hours. And again, really the only focus during that time can be math and reading. If you have two kiddos that are about on the same level when it comes to one of those, you can do them together. Another block of time to possibly create would be in the afternoon to have a quiet time. I'm not sure if preschoolers still sleeping or not. I doubt the other two are taking naps. But if you create some type of quiet time where they play quietly in their room for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is you prefer as a mom, you can use that time and take out one kiddo at a time to do individual lessons. Or maybe that is your time where you get things done. And to keep yourself self-motivated and self-disciplined and focused on what you need to do during that time, you can include a list. But maybe that time is just your refresh time. Maybe you need a nap. Or maybe you'd like to just sit and read a book for a little bit that's okay. Or maybe each one of those times, that's when you give the kitchen uh, cleaning for the day, or that's when you just work on certain chores. And then after that time, maybe it's snack time and then everybody can go outside or they can play quietly. Or maybe that's a time where they can watch a video so that you can get going on dinner. But creating blocks of time that are flexible is really good, especially with younger kids. And a way to hold yourself consistent with this is letting your kiddos know how the day is going to flow. And kids have a way about them of reminding you of things, especially when it's things that they want to do. If they come to really love morning time together when you're reading, they're going to remind you, hey, mom, the clock says nine o'clock. We're supposed to start morning time. 
and they'll help keep you accountable. And you'll see there enthusiasm for it. And that will then give you enthusiasm uh, for it as well and for sticking to a routine. Now, a morning routine, I do want to say that it begins the night before. If we as homeschool moms don't get to bed, a morning routine of getting up in the morning doesn't happen at the time we want to. Maybe you're not an early morning person. That's fine. Nobody says you have to get up at five in the morning. I, I don't do that. I know some moms do. Fantastic. Be more of a seven, eight o'clock, that's okay too. But still, in order to get to bed, it's, uh, to get up at seven or eight, you need to get to bed at night. So how do we get ourselves to bed on time? I'm, I've told you before that this can be an area that I struggle with as well, because the house is finally quiet and I can get some uninterrupted things done. Am I right right there? But what I often find that to happen was, well, it was a good thing to do and to also is to pull in some type of consistency. And that is to ask our husbands to help us stay consistent and uh, get to bed on time. Tell him, look, I'm looking to get to bed at this time. And I'm sure it would benefit him to get to bed as well at 10 o'clock, say, for example, that's my time I try to get to bed. Doesn't always happen. I'm going to be honest and tell you that. But we have this goal and we'll hear one of us, you know, start kind of rustling from what we're doing. And we're like, oh, it's, it's almost that time we got to, we got to get to bed. But ask your husband just to in a nice way to help hold you accountable because you want to have a good day the next day. And he wants you to have a good day the next day as well. So you can help hold each other accountable. If you're finding that something like your phone is keeping you up, turn it off at a certain time. If, you know, scrolling on Instagram or something is keeping you up, turn it off. Maybe even turn it off before the kids go to bed or say, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes after they go to bed, check some emails, and then I'm turning off the phone eight o'clock or whatever it is, it's being turned off. And then you don't have that distraction uh, as well. But remember a good morning routine starts the night before by us moms getting to bed. Oh, and the kids get to bed too. I'm just making that assumption that that's kind of a priority. It usually is for most of us. But let's talk about um, weekly routines. Oftentimes, and in Colin's uh, email that I didn't read everything, to you guys, she mentioned that they have a co-op and then a community day. So oftentimes as homeschoolers, we don't have five days a week that look all the same. We might have a couple days at home and two days that are out like she does. So I'm going to use her example and let's say Tuesdays and Thursdays are her days out of the house. Create a routine of what Monday, Wednesday, and Friday looks like. Those days you can do blocks of time and say, you know, we're committed to being home those days and that's the days that we're definitely going to do our morning reading time. We're going to have outside time. We're going to do our individual lessons. But Tuesdays and Thursdays look a little bit different. And maybe those Tuesdays and Thursdays even look different than each other. Come up with a routine, a rhythm just for those specific days. That's okay. This is the freedom of homeschooling. Not every day has to look the same. And to be honest, most homeschool days don't look the same. We have things that even come up that just throws everything out of whack. And that's where a routine where we have an idea of a blocks of time we can just jump right back into it. Ultimately, though, I would say to focus on being consistent. Create those blocks of time. Create those what each day of the week is going to look like. Communicate that with your husband. Communicate that with your children. And understand that being consistent creates habits. And that our days build upon days. And then our years build upon years. And if we want to be consistent and we want to have these routines, we want to grow habits into our children as they get older, it starts now. And even if your kiddos are older, it's never too late to start and be consistent. 
Again, this has to do with a routine or a rhythm. You can use one of those two words. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter. I'm, sh I'm sure there's a definition that is, it's different definitions for the different words. However, steer away from a strict schedule because that's when things kind of will easily go awry and everybody's morale, we'll call it morale. <laughs> it can dive pretty quickly, but just remember, be consistent because it creates habits. Days build upon days and years build upon years. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on a Q&A Monday, send me a quick email to lee, spelled L-E-I-G-H, at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. Include, obviously, your question, your first name, and your state. Speaking of emails, one week from today, my course opens up for homeschool moms. Dads can join in on it as well. But those who are on my email subscriber list, they're going to get early access this coming weekend, you get to get in, get all the information a few days before everybody else does. So if you don't receive my emails during the week, get on that email list. The link is in the show notes so that you also get access before everyone else. Thank you for listening, friend. Have a wonderful Monday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.